Hello, hello. Before we get into the show, it's time to sell out just a little bit. Look, the first 100 apps were free, but, you know, it's high time Daddy Wet is being a little bit, you know? So we've been tossing around different companies to get involved with and decided on one that I actually use and love. That is Skillshare. I'm such a massive fan of this service. I'd, I'd been toying with the idea of signing up for months and finally pulled the trigger. Honestly, my only regret is that I didn't do it sooner. Personally, I've been taking classes on Photoshop, video editing, and how to grow a YouTube channel. I mean, it's basically a must for anyone attempting to make waves in these internet streets. All classes are learn at your own pace. You can pause, rewind, or come back to an important section at any time in the future. And if creating stuff for the internet isn't exactly your thing, uh, it's perfect for adding value to your regular job or teaching you the tools to find a better one. Uh, they really do have something for everyone. So use our link in the episode description and you will get a one-month free trial. This immediately gives you access to as many classes as you want during this month and there are no restrictions. Now, let's get to that thing we call a show. Under 25 years, actor extraordinary, the GCJ himself, the abs, the same champion of the world, Mr. JP Wolf. But wait, there's more. Before I ask my co host how he's doing in that soothingly smooth ASMR like sound, we have a very special guest today. She was born and molded in the fires of Mount Doom. She agreed to come on the show even after sitting through my madman-like tangent about the most obscure Starship Troopers content that only I and three other living human beings have seen. This means she's either the nicest person on the planet or a straight-up lunatic, and I cannot wait to find out which one. Please welcome Simply Tabs. How y'all doing? Welcome. Welcome. So excited to have you. Thank you for having me on. I'm super, super excited for this one. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Do you want to tell us what we're doing? Uh, me? I, yeah, let, us, okay. let everybody know what we're doing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so we are talking about Lord of the Rings Two Towers. Oh, yes. yes. And uh, I, I really want to go ahead and ask why first. Why did you pick Two Towers? Okay. Mm -hmm. so, go ahead, Josh. I mean, this is my favorite one out of all of them. And... The Battle of Helm's Deep is one of the greatest action set pieces, I mean, in any movie ever. Mm -hmm, and, agreed. And it's still incredible. I was a little worried, like, when you haven't seen a movie for, you know, a decade or whatever the last time I saw it, I'm always a little worried, like, is it going to hold up? Fuck yeah, it did. Fucking holds up. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. It's so, so good. It really was. And I, you know, I was kind of on a time crunch. So I was watching it like and furiously taking notes. And I was like, I need to, this movie is so great. I need to sit down at some point and just like sit back with like a big bowl of popcorn and just like enjoy these movies for what they're worth. Because I, I think I told Hans the story, but Tabs, these movies came out. When these movies came out, my dad was a huge Lord of the Rings fan as a kid, like from the books and stuff. Nerd. And they, Nerd alert! Nerd alert! Um, but 
they came out around my birthday. My birthday is December 28th, and they always came out on or like right before Christmas. So that was like a birthday thing tradition. Every year that the movies came out, I would go with my dad and go see the movies. Oh. So like these movies, <laughs> these movies hold like a special place like in my heart. So I'm just glad that we can talk about these because I'm so excited. That's adorable. Well, I. Fun fact, a uh, fellow indie podcaster, Cheap Seat Reviews, they did a poll a couple months ago, and this is what actually got me to um, get introduced to them and, and their podcast, is they uh, they put out there, what is your favorite Lord of the Rings movie? And somebody mm. had retweeted it, and I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to vote on this. And then I voted on it, and I was just talking shit, like, the whole time through all the comments, like, you're stupid, that's not the best one, the, that, no, like, my favorite is um, Return of the King. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that a lot, too. Mm-hmm. That is my absolute favorite. I mean, you have um, the battle outside of Minas Morgul, and then you have, um, I mean, the the... Hobbits. I, if you haven't seen it by now, then there's no fucking spoilers. That's your own fucking fault. Oh, right. The Hobbits, yeah, uh, you know, the elves, everything. and oh yeah, uh, <laughs> getting onto the boat, and then Frodo looking at Sam, and then like Aragorn saying, "You bowed to no one," and then that makes me cry. Even thinking about it right now, I'm kind of getting a little teary eyed. My, my only <laughs> issue is that movie ends like 17 times. <laughs> is it over? Oh, it's over. But that's that's. It, I guess kind of had to to wrap everything up because it's such an epic story. Like but. they they had to wrap mm. it up. They had to wrap it up in in different ways of showing like this is this is you know Frodo's end, this is Sam's end, this is mm. Gandalf's right. end. Like they had to kind of. It wasn't any other way to do it, but. Here's a, here's a question I have for you guys real quick before we get into everything. Quick Peter Jackson question. Were you guys Peter Jackson fans before the Lord of the Rings? Or was it just like Lord of the Rings that got you into Peter Jackson? Uh, I think I'd only seen one or two movies of his, but mm-hmm. I thought he was all right. That was back when I didn't really think that critically about stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I actually really liked Peter Jackson, uh, Dead Alive, and oh, uh, Dead Alive is so good. Uh, without cheating, uh, the one about the aliens. Oh my god. Um, bad taste. Uh, yes, bad yeah. taste. That uh-huh. was god awful. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then one of my most favorite movies. It's like literally in my top ten favorite movies is The Frighteners. Uh-huh. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Fucking love The Frighteners. That is so one great. Of, oh, it's such a good movie. It's underrated as hell. Yeah. I think the only movie of his I haven't seen is his first one, which was like I feel like his most intense movie, which is that one Heavenly Creatures with Melanie Linsky and Kate Winslet. I don't think I've seen that one either. I think I think it's about two like high school age women who like murder somebody or something. And it was oh, based on a true story. And it was like his, I think it was his first movie and Melanie Linsky, you know, from yellow jackets. Um, who's great. Yeah. I got to check that out for sure. All right. Mm. Um, before we get into our feature presentation, uh, what have y'all been watching, reading, seeing, doing this week? Uh, guest first, if you will. Of course, everybody asks me questions and I have a mouthful of liquid. Um, (laughs) Just for that. (laughs) Awesome. Great timing. Good job. Um, I actually have been watching House of the Dragon. I am also a huge Got fan. Like, Mm -hmm. like I've I've got 
literally Targaryen shit all over my house. <laughs> I have shot glasses, um, the four main houses. I've got a banner. Um, and then um, I've watched uh, The Rings of Power. Uh, what do you think? Because I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. Okay, so the only way that I can explain how to go into watching it, because I didn't at first on the first episode, is this is in the past. Don't, don't take Lord of the Rings, don't take Hobbit, don't take all of that in with you. Just remember specific characters. Now the guy, and this is going to be a fucking hot take, I'll tell you right now, the guy who's playing Elrond is fantastic. I think he is doing amazing. Okay. Most people say it's trash. Um, a buddy of mine that I've known for a while, he is a huge Tolkien fan. Um, he's read, he's even read The Similarian. That's how big of a fan oh, he is. Whoa. I'm, yeah. I'm like, dude, kudos to you. I made it like three chapters in. I said, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we got to talking about it, and um, Galadriel is really cool. Um, but they, it's only two episodes in, so you really don't get that, that, you don't know who they are yet. You don't know yeah. what they can do. But they've also introduced um, the Mines of Moria to where, um, and I'm going to say his name wrong. I know I'm going to say his name wrong. Not Celeborn. It's a really weird name. But he's like the architect of the elves. He constructed um, the the archway in uh, Fellowship where mm-hmm. Gandalf spoke, spoke friend and they entered. So he's the one that designed that. Um They've introduced some dwarves. They've introduced elves, and the hobbits are not hobbits. They're hair feet. Mm. So it's like before it's time. So degrading. Whoa. Okay. So I would absolutely watch it. Like I said, two episodes in. It's eventful-ish. It's um, you get to know the characters, but they haven't made that that turn yet. Sure. So I figured I'd wait until. This would get my juices going for that world, and then I'd jump mm, in. Yeah, same, same. And plus, I feel like how many shows have we watched in our lifetime where after the first one or two, we were kind of like, eh, and then after the first season is done, you're like, oh my god, that was amazing. Yeah, you got to give it time to breathe, like especially yeah. when it's setting up, like doing, I'm sure, a ton of world building and introducing mm-hmm. massive mm-hmm. amounts of characters and everything. Well, I know a lot of people, too, wait until it's over so that they can binge the whole thing and they don't have to wait. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could so do that with shows, but I like live on the internet and I just can't. It'll get spoiled. Anything Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Well, there's really, honestly, right now in Rings of Power that can be spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, except, I mean, you have The Stranger and you don't really know who The Stranger is. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have their guesses. Uh, you guys are totally more than welcome when you watch to message me, and we can we can converse about this. Yeah, yeah, sure um, I'll have questions. Yeah, because that's <laughs> that's what I did with my buddy Andrew. I was like, dude, who do you think the stranger is? And he's like, well, being said in this time frame, it's because of this, and this is who it can't be because of. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm yeah, I'm here for it. Okay. Nerd alert, nerd alert, nerd alert. Oh, you're you're in good company here. We we say that all the time. And like we're we're nerds, but we're also we can also be very judgmental of nerds, as as yeah. in like people like review bombing rings of power and it's just like insane. Those are nerds, those are just the biggest losers on the planet. 
Yeah, pretty much. You mean virgins still living in their mom's basement? <laughs> that whole, like, getting that upset about... Like, even, yeah. even if I... I'm not, obviously, but even if I was <laughs> upset about that, that's so much effort. I just... I, it yeah. doesn't compute in my brain. I'm like... Keyboardphoria! Like, burning all those calories yeah. for what? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just insane. It's just like, really? Really? Welcome. Whatever. What are you going to do? All right, how about you... JP, what do you been watching and seeing do it? Um, so H- Haley and I started watching Yellowstone, which I'd never seen before. Um, but we, we she um wanted to watch that because um a friend of hers was talking about it and how much they loved it. So I was like, yeah, you know, we'll get Peacock. They were doing a deal where it was twenty bucks for a year of Peacock Premium. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I jumped on that, and we watched the first couple episodes of Yellowstone, and I like it. I like it. It's Taylor Sheridan, you know, who did Hell or High Water. He did Wind River, which I really like. And speaking of Taylor Sheridan, I sent you the trailer for it. I don't know if you checked it out. Oh, there's a new. Sorry. I forgot. um, Tabs, I don't know if you've seen, there's a new trailer for a TV show on Paramount Plus starring Sylvester Stallone called The Tulsa King. And he plays this like mob guy who got out of prison after a long time and he gets sent to Tulsa to kind of like have. And, and see, that's the look for everybody listening. She had a look of just, and she's laughing. So here's the thing here's, the, here's why I think it could be good. The trailer was kind of bad, and sometimes a bad trailer is like, for me, I don't know why, but sometimes a bad trailer, I'm just kind of like, huh, the show kind of turns out being great. But Taylor Sheridan is a co-creator of the show, and he's kind of firing on all cylinders, and the guy who's writing it is Terrence Winter. He was a staff writer on Sopranos, he wrote Wolf of Wall Street, and he created Boardwalk Empire, which I think is one of the most highly underrated oh, shows wow. of the last like 15 years that like nobody watched. Starring Steve Buscemi, uh, Bobby Cannavale, uh, uh, God, what's his name? I forget his name. Uh, he was in Funny Games. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I'll give it a shot. My buddy gave me his Paramount Plus code, so nice. I'll just watch it. It's like it the for only free. streaming service I don't have. I got mm-hmm. Peacock just to watch Yellowstone, and that was like a year and a half ago, and I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Still have the service, though. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, I could see Sylvester Stallone walking through Tulsa going, put your guns up. Uh, just a really bad, like, he's got a mafia suit on and a cowboy hat. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ching, ching, ching. And then it's a suit and, like, cowboy boots with spurs. Yeah. Stallone yeah, doesn't get the credit, suit. but he's got some chops. Like, he's a good actor he when he wants he... to be. Yeah. And a lot of the times, like, when he's when he's in a movie and that he didn't write, and it's actually, like, a great writer, like Creed or Copland, He's really great. He's really great. I mean, he's but, good in that Rambo movie that no one's ever seen. I think it's the fourth one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The one that we did on the show where yeah. he had the long hair. Yeah, we've yeah. done a couple. We did that in two. We're all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. I There's no my memories. husband off all the time, and I call him Rainbow. He's like, it's Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> 
that just would make him mad. I'm like, hey, have you watched any Rainbow lately? He's like, it's Rambo! Who's so mad at me? Ha <laughs> Poke <laughs> <laughs> in the bear. <laughs> but I don't know. Kind of... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say that's about it for me. What about you, Hans? What have you been watching, reading, seeing, doing this week? Uh, not a lot. I've still been watching She-Hulk, which I really, really enjoy. It's just that's what I wish I could binge. I just mm-hmm. can't, or I'll have yeah. it spoiled. Um, mm-hmm. they're too they're too short. That's my only complaint. Like I, you always want more. They're only like thirty minutes tops, and they just mm-hmm. go by real quick. But, mm-hmm. but uh, enjoying that uh, House of the Dragon, as you said, it's just fun to be back in that world. It is. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I'm an episode behind, but yeah, I agree. It's just fun being back in that world. They're doing a bunch of time jumps. Like, the third episode jumped, like, three years. Yeah, two Hmm. or three. Yeah, something like that. Well, it's really funny, though, but when you sit there and you're, like, trying to piece, like, who's Viserys? Where is he? What does he do? Like, where does he fall in with Daenerys? And And you're like, Mm -hmm. wait, this is, like, 200 years before the first episode of Game of Thrones. Like, this Mm -hmm. way, way before. Uh, my trusty map. I, I have a said you love <laughs> yeah, the Targaryens. Um, can you answer me this? Um, why are all the men so upsetting to look at, and all the women are like drop dead gorgeous? It's in the jeans, baby. It's in the jeans. Every <laughs> single man is just I can't. I'm uncomfortable to look at them. Yeah, They're just upsetting yeah. to me. Like viscerally yeah. upset me. <laughs> That's like Matt Smith. I look at him. I'm like, he's a nice looking man. And then he has this long blonde hair. And I'm like, ew. Yeah, it's it's, it's the hair. Yeah. I mean, it's the long straight hair. That's just. Bleh. Yeah. But uh, man, but, he's so good. Oh, he's great. He's so good. I mean, his back has to hurt, you know. Oh, <laughs> carrying that. From carrying the whole fucking. Jesus. He was. Yeah. He, his, he has a good episode. The one you haven't seen yet. Mm, okay, yeah, don't don't tell don't tell me yet, please. No. <laughs> yeah, but he just, I he, just thought I, I was like sitting there watching it like all right, like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, was, that was great. So uh, good. Nice. Uh, oh, I can't wait. You gotta watch it. So, yeah, yeah, hurry up. <laughs> I, I wanna weekend. talk about it. <laughs> Plug your issue here. No. Um so what else? Uh Rick and Morty came back. I mean that's always fun. I don't know if you guys watch that. I don't, unfortunately. I've been told I'd like it, and from you and like many other people. That's one of those. I, I need to. That's one of those shows that I'm like embarrassed to say I like because their fans are such fucking douchebags. <laughs> so they're all just like wannabe intellectuals, and they think they're no. so smart because they they like this show that is a little smarter than your average show. They're just mm-hmm. fucking insufferable. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like embarrassed to say I was like, yeah, like that. No, don't be embarrassed. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Um, yeah, there's there's always other stuff, but Walking Dead. I hate that show so fucking much. I'm sorry, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> I hate watched it to like the sixth or seventh season, and then I, I finally did too. That show refuses to be great. It gets right to the cusp of it, and then it goes, nah, nah we're not gonna. Well, and all the producers you. and writers are so fucking yeah. smug. They think they're so good at this because they get like 40 million people watching it. It's like, no, you're, you're a hack. You suck. You 
this should be good. You have so many good actors, and you have this world that you can do so much with. And every time they have a character arc for someone, then they just destroy everything that happened, and then they, like, flip-flop. It's like, I'm going to be, like, killing everybody, and now I'm, like, a monk who doesn't kill anyone. And then, like, two seasons later, I'm killing it. Like, fuck off. Mm. Oops. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring that up. <laughs> no, but, uh, fear is really good, though. I'll tell you, fear is actually good. The The storyline for fear has gotten a lot better. Uh, Walking okay. Dead. Walking Dead has is, is been pretty good. We, we're sticking it out to the end. Uh, never mm. missed an episode. Uh, the new the new small mini segments. I don't like them. They're kind of mm. for me. But yeah. Rude. My life improved exponentially when I finally, because I don't usually, after taking that amount of time, going that deep, it's just like, I'm going to finish it. I was just angry every Sunday night after I watched it. And when I finally cut it out, it's just like, (laughs) I know, I've kind of felt the same way, unfortunately, because I was a huge, huge fan of the comic. And, And getting into... I was like, okay, this first season, it's amazing. Because I love Frank Darabont. Frank Darabont, too. That's um, my point. Talented motherfucker. Yeah. They just, like, kicked him out the door. Idiots. Yeah, like, Idiots. Frank, Frank Darabont, he was the showrunner uh, for the first and, and, like, half of the second season. Um, the second season was my favorite. Yeah. See, the second season was great. I think, I think I read something where literally, like, suits came in while they were shooting. And, like, hey, Frank, can you come over here and talk to us for a sec? And he just what? never came back. Oh, yeah. I, have, I have a take. Um, oh, yeah. Shane was right. He just got there faster than everybody else. <laughs> he did. They're all doing exactly what he did the first couple seasons. But they Damn. weren't there yet. He just got there faster. He understood Woo! the world mm. quicker and made the jumps. Like, this is how it's got to be. Now they're all like that. Now they all, like, murder everybody and, like, don't give a fuck. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I... I like that. Plus, it's Bernthal, and who doesn't oh, love God, Bernthal? I love me some Johnny Bernthal so much. Mm, he's so good at yeah. acting. He's he's amazing. I'm curious to see what his new show, even on it's, though it's on Showtime, and that's what I don't have. It's American Gigolo, which is you know basically a remake of the movie from the '80s. It was a Paul Schrader movie who wrote Raging Bull, and it was basically you know about a young male gigolo who like witnesses a murder and like spends time in prison and. Um, it's Bernthal, so it's Bernthal in his Showtime. HBO so. show that Ooh, was that means by the Wire guys, uh, like mm-hmm. We Own This City or something like that. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Did, yeah, and I did not realize it was a true story till like ten minutes left in the final episode. <laughs> Whoa, it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! They start putting like like uh, text on the screen, you know. Like explaining like how many years this person, you know, what happened to this person. I was Whoa. like, Wait, you only do that when it's like a true story. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> if it's on Showtime, there's lots of titties and ass. Mm-hmm. I'm Burnthal. sorry. Hashtag Burnthal butt. Oh, mm, yeah. Burnthal booty. Give me that every day of the week. <laughs> I don't know if Hans told you or not, but I was literally the comic relief when we were doing the uh, um, Starship Troopers. Everybody mm-hmm. was talking and going in depth, and they're like, oh, we're going to talk about all of this, and we're going to get really technical, and I'm sitting here going, ha I was the only Oops. one who did the reading. I, I watched every <laughs> single thing, uh, the animated, all three, live action. 
I even watched the fucking cartoon. Oh, I got oh wow. I think I was really fucking drunk and I got halfway through the second one. I was like, oh, I'm oh, going to go to bed. Awful, yeah. Awful, yeah. awful. Oh, yeah. But no, I was I was comic relief. <laughs> I was just chiming in whenever I could. I'm like, I don't got a word in itch-wise. You're, you're basically the voice of reason <laughs> in like, my descent into madness. <laughs> I love the first one, though. Verhoeven is oh, yeah. my favorite director of all time. You either, again, that's another movie that you either hate or you love. There's no mm-hmm. in between. Agreed. It's fucking brilliant. I love it yeah, so much. Fucking love that movie. God, it was it was made before the before its time. Like, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. All of his, I dare I say, like a lot of his movies were made before Every his time. Was. Yeah, I mean, Total Recall, fucking Showgirls, uh, RoboCop. I mean, mm-hmm. like the stuff mm-hmm. that they, they deal with in RoboCop. That's like very real. Yeah, <laughs> very satirical. Yeah, incredibly satirical. He's the master of satire, and I love him yeah. so much. Yeah. All right. I can give. Yeah. Tangent. <laughs> All right. Let's let's uh let's get into it. Let's get into our feature presentation. And now our feature presentation. The Lord of the Rings, the two towers from 2002 and 95% for the critics around tomatoes and 95% for the audience, directed by Peter Jackson, starring Elijah Wood as Frodo Baggins, Sir Ian McKellen as Gandalf, Sean Astin, Rudy as Samwise Gamgee, Vigo Mortensen as Aragorn, Orlando Bloom as Legolas, Billy Boyd as Pippin, Dominic Moynihan, whatever, as Mary. Monahan. Thank you. Kate Blanchett as Galadriel. Andy Serkis as that. Creepy little Gollum, Gollum. Jonathan Rice Davies <laughs> as Gimli and Christopher Goddamn Lee. <sighs> Man, Count these, Dooku himself. <laughs> these Dracula. I love Dra- Christopher fucking Lee. Dracula. I I was thinking about this while I was watching this movie, and t- from a business point of view. Okay, Peter Jackson. He's a guy who's directed a lot of low-budget horror movies. And then he has, I, I think he has this pitch for Lord of the Rings, but he's like, no, 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 here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a year and I'm going to shoot all of them back to back. 18 and months. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, how did he get all this? He, his, he must be a hell of a pitch guy. Yeah, that's actually a good point because he had directed anything massive before this yeah this is as massive yeah. as it gets and they're yeah. gonna shoot it in new zealand no less i mean that's his home country number one mm-hmm. um number two he had he had to have had a brilliant business plan and a pitch Must have, had yeah. to. um i mean nothing <sighs> nothing could be better than uh james cameron's pitch for the second aliens movie he just wrote on the on a whiteboard, aliens, and then the S, he just put a dollar sign. <laughs> <laughs> he right that, movie, that movie slaps. I Let me tell you. That movie, that movie fucked so hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, did they, did he create Weta, the, like the, the special effects company just I believe, for this? 
Ooh, that's a good question. Because uh, um, I don't the... remember hearing about them before, and now they're like, they're it's like huge, them and like, yeah. ILM. ILM, yeah. Those are like the the two mm-hmm. uh, blue chippers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious. Yeah, his pitch must have been crazy, yes. but it worked out. It worked out for them. It worked out for him in the studio. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Peter Jackson actually co-founded Weta Workshop in 1993. Mm. Uh, he uh, co-founded it to produce the digital special effects for Heavenly Creatures with, mm-hmm. uh, of course, his wife, Fran Walsh, who oh, also nice. was a co-producer on Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Man, awesome. Yeah, I mean, That's George so Lucas cool. created ILM first when he made Star Wars. So mm-hmm. I was wondering if it was the same kind of thing. Yeah. Just all these geniuses, you know, George Lucas, James Cameron, Peter Jackson. It's just like, oh, we don't have the technology to do it. Let's just invent. Yeah, let's, let's invent just, some we'll tech- just do it. Yeah, we'll just make it. We'll just do it. We'll just make <laughs> it. And it, and like, yeah, there's some of the CGI in this that's kind of just like, okay. But that's at the time. That was amazing. I feel like that. Yeah. Like the yeah. mix of CGI and practical. I thought, oh, mm-hmm. just. Nailed that line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say that that for that timeline, it was fucking yeah. brilliant. Mm-hmm. And mocap, you know. Yeah. He, uh, he Peter Jackson basically so helped much. create the the greatest mocap actor that's ever lived. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put them in a black morph suit, a black skin suit, and just glue balls to them in specific points on their body mm-hmm. and make mm-hmm. them move in weird ways yeah <laughs> yeah i mean he had to like circus had to basically invent a new form of acting yeah he, it was oh yeah like how yeah like it, how insane would that be to have to <laughs> go to the set every day and you're supposed to be playing this disgusting little creature but you, yeah mm-hmm. you're just in a full body suit with ping pong balls all over you yeah oh he's so good Andy Serkis is fucking brilliant, if mm-hmm. I may say so myself. I mean, oh, not only is 100%. he a brilliant actor, he's a brilliant director, he's a brilliant mm-hmm. producer, he's a brilliant writer. Mm-hmm. I I love Andy Serkis. I do too. Me too. A even, big fan. Even though he big made that fan. second Phantom movie, I can I can let that go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not his fault. That's Sony's fault. Uh, I'm yeah. positive. Oh, a hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because if he had if he had directed Venom two for Marvel, I'm sure things would have been a lot different. Yeah, it would have been longer than like thirty minutes, like it was. Yeah, shortest <laughs> fucking movie ever. Okay, so uh, for I have a Christopher Lee question. Okay. Um, in he gets like stabbed in one of the extended versions. Is it this one or is it the it, third one? It is one? this one. No, it's this one. It's literally like maybe five to seven minutes in i i love christopher lee so much he's like yep. a legitimate like war hero he's probably murdered like a thousand men like when he got stabbed uh they were like oh you need to like, like exhale or something like that and he's like no when a guy gets stabbed they they like inhale they make this sound let yeah, me show you because he's <laughs> stabbed people so he knows it's incredible i fucking love christopher whoa <laughs> He did not take direction at all. He's like, just let me do it, and it'll be real. Yeah, because he has shanked a bunch of Nazis. So to 
the scene is uh, Gandalf, Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas, and of course, Merry and Pippin, they pull up to the tower, and uh, Grima Wormtongue and uh, Sar- Saruman is at the top of the tower, and they're trying to talk them down is, you know, give me the Palantir, just come down, just call it off, you know, surrender. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, Itmood has already taken it, whatever. And so, um, he's blasting like these, these slurs and you dumb idiots kind of thing. And, uh, so Grima Wormtongue is up there and he was like, you know, Grima come down, uh, Theoden, Theoden's up there or Thaden's on the, on the horses with him, and he's looking at him, he's like, Grima, come down, I'll forgive you. And, uh, no, wait. I take that back, that is not in Two Towers, that is in Return of the King. My bad, bad me. All good, all bad good. Me. That's why I asked, I had no idea. <laughs> all right, good. let's, uh, let's just, reverse. let's get into this. Uh, oh, let's go. We open up hot with uh, Gandalf fighting that big dragon for the first one. And being super he's rude. not a dragon. Or whatever it is. He, he's being he's really... He's Balrog. He's also being super rude to the hobbits. Fly, you fools. Call some fools. That was unnecessary. That is not. <laughs> that absolutely you is. Know, you know he treats them like shit anyway, but he loves yeah. them like they're his own. Rude. Who's no. gonna Who's gonna say it? Who's gonna say it? Fly, you fools. No, the big... The Before that, the famous oh, one. You shall not... Pass. Thank you. <laughs> no, he, he's he's literally at his point where he's like, fucking run. Yeah, I'm I know he's about to, to die, but like, manners. and I'm going manners. to fall into nothingness and kick this fucker's ass. Doesn't mean you have to be rude. <laughs> it really wasn't rude. Go it fools. <laughs> fool of a took. Fools. Mean. Fly, you fools. Mm. Like, fly, you get get out, go, run. I'm saving your life. Mm. Still. He should, maybe you should have said, fly, you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fly, fly, bitches. <laughs> I like that one. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so Ian was, McKellen is so great. Yeah. Uh, so that was like, I don't know, a dream or a memory or something that Frodo was having. I, I wasn't really clear on that, but he's feeling it's really good dream. about everything. It's a mm-hmm. fever dream at that point. It was all mm-hmm. a dream. Um, Sam and Frodo uh, carry on on their little journey. Uh, they're immediately set upon by Gollum, who's super handsy. Little guy. <laughs> like, he's all up in their business. Not cool. Not cool, Gollum. Uh, hobbits, they, they eventually subdue him. They tie his ugly ass up. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he. Frodo kind of. You know like, what they tie him up with? It looked like no. twine. <laughs> it is elven rope that Galadriel gave to Sam in Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, of course. Oh. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, he doesn't stay tied up in it long. Uh, he's like, "Hey, uh, you want to know how to get to Mordor? Just let me out." He's like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Let's do that." You seem trustworthy you with your little comb mm-hmm. over, and you're just. Horrible everything. <laughs> you big old beady eyed, bald headed, lizard looking thing. He gets I, he gets Sam in a pretty solid rear naked choke though. I, I, I do <laughs> like that. 
Frodo's like he he is he pities him because it's like he sees what the ring did to him and it's mm-hmm. doing it to him at that like he's in the process yeah. of that so he's like yeah, yeah I kind of get it man mm-hmm. <laughs> this shit's fucking me up Elijah Wood Iowa represent I love that dude he's the best mm-hmm. he's so good uh, we then check in with like our other heroes Pip Barry they're they're in all sorts of trouble with a bunch of orcs mm-hmm. um, all the orcs are like making moves and getting shit out of some like mud vagina I don't know what the thing was <laughs> what yeah yeah those like the orcs being born. born yeah oh yeah ew the the encasing of the mucus yeah. and the tearing and the bleh yeah yeah the bleh <laughs> a new order will rise <laughs> <laughs> so just when we think it's curtains for our tiny little friends, Judge Dredd shows up and uh, him and his boys beat down all that works. Oh, yeah. Carl Urban coming in hot. Yep. I love him. That was the first time I was introduced to Carl Urban. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's so good. But of course, back in 2002, I was. Math. Hold on. <laughs> Math's hard. 15. No. Hold on. I graduated in four, two. I was 16. Okay, so yeah, we're all around the same age. Yeah, because we graduated in 2003. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Judge Red saves the day. He does. And his his merry men. Yeah. (laughs) That's like all he does in this movie. He just Mm -hmm. constantly saves the day. He's here to save people. I mean, he does at the end. He does there. Yeah, that's twice. But that's like the, all the time he's on screen. <laughs> he also starts shit with Grima. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like Legolas, Ghibli, Aragorn, they uh, they come across the judge and and his men, and they're like, "Hey, you seen our little buddies?" And the judge tells them he he sentenced everybody to death and carried out that sentence. That everyone's dead. Heroes, they're all sad. Aragorn kicks a helmet, and fun fact, he broke his fucking foot when he did that. Yeah, and they I had that, that in my trivia too. He you broke, he, he broke like two or three of his toes. And they used that take. So good. Yeah, of course they did, because that's always the best take. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fun fact for people who are super huge Lord of the Rings fans that watch this shit. You introduce a new person to watch this, or they've never seen any of them, or whatever. You're sitting there watching it. This scene happens, and you have to bite your tongue because you're like, I want to tell them that he mm-hmm. broke his toes, but I don't want to tell them because it's just such cliche at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't have that voice. I just say it, obviously. <laughs> No, actually, what had happened is he found the belt. They found the belt for the hobbits, and then mm. he the helmet, and then he got pissed, and then he was like, "Oh, let's follow the tracks." I yeah, I missed how they they figured it out. I said they they have a little sulk and then decide to be Batman and detect some stuff, and they somehow figured out that they're alive. 
Yeah, Aragorn is quite the tracker. He could tell, like, if they've <laughs> rolled around and, you know, all kinds of great stuff. He's like, they fought off orcs here, and mm. then they ran here, and then they came into another orc over here, and then they... <laughs> well, he's mm-hmm. like a ranger exactly. or something, right? Mm-hmm. That is title at the beginning. In, in D&D terms, I think he's he would a be a ranger. He is a ranger at the beginning. His name is the ranger so, in Fellowship. Uh, yeah, they figure mm-hmm. out they're alive, and they apparently ran off into some, like, scary forest. My friend, my friend is sick. He needs a drink. And then they shove that bottle down his throat, and it's like this this grog of um, gloopy mess, which in the commentary they said um, the, the grog that they fed them was, like, grape juice and glycerin and corn syrup. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it was, he said it was the nastiest stuff he's had in his mouth. So instead of like pretending to drink it, he just let it pour out of his mouth all over him. Oh God. It was probably so like sweet and just like, yuck. Viscous. Yes. Viscous. When has that ever been used in a good way? Viscous. Never. 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 Actually, I heard on a podcast today use the word viscous in a beer. They were like, "This beer is very viscous." Well, they okay. made if that meant they liked it, they got weird taste. <laughs> chew that beer. You just chew on it for a while before yeah. you decide if you like it. Ugh. I just drank water and I almost gagged. <laughs> chew on that beer. <clears throat> so it's that forest. Uh, they're accosted by what seemed to be Groot's great 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 grandfather, I guess. Giant Groot. <laughs> uh, he's he's kind of a big old prick at, at first. Mm-hmm. He's just like, yeah, all all men suck. They're like, uh, we're not men, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you're orcs. He's like. No, we're not. We're hobbits. And then he's like, you're a tree. And he's like, I'm no tree. I'm like, come on, guys. Can we stop fighting? Can't we all just get along here? <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Yeah. A fun fact. Uh, Jonathan Rice Davis uh, played Treebeard, the same mm-hmm. guy who played yeah. Gimli. And when he was thinking about the character, he said that, you know, trees don't have lungs. So when he produced the sound he would talk outward and also talk as he breathed inward to get that that effect of him talking at the mm-hmm. same time, which was really, I thought it was Yeah, really and he spoke through a wooden megaphone, too. Little orcs, It's just so gravelly. It's so gravelly and just, yeah. I love when great. people go that extra mile. Like, mm-hmm. like we always talk about, it. it's so nice when you could tell some people really, really cared about right. what they were making. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hobbits. I've never heard of a hobbit before. <laughs> they need some nair on that those feet. I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They are very proud of their feet, thank you very much. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. grab a bick or something. I don't know. That's <laughs> because they carry disposable razors in Middle Earth. Well, maybe they should. <laughs> you just jump right over there and, and make that happen. Then I'd, you'd be God. I'd, I'd be rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
so then, like, Saruman shows up, I guess, or something. I, I didn't really know what was going on. Oh, the white wizard? The white no, wizard? No, that, no, that's in the third one that you're thinking they're riding through the forest. Mm, no. Mm-hmm. No, no way. Because the trees say, well, we'll show you, we'll talk to the white wizard and he'll take care of this. Oh, are you talking about when Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas go into the forest? No, when the when the hobbits are with the tree guy. Oh, he said, let, let me take you to the white wizard or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So back with uh, Frodo and his old crew, uh, they decide to go, or he, <laughs> Frodo decides to go for a very ill-advised soak in a swamp. Through the yeah. marshes. Yeah, looking like looking like the 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 marsh of sadness from uh, what you call it, never ending story. Oh, well, those that's kind of what the marshes are. Is, yeah. is that's where the the elves' battle was. That's where the sadness is. That's where, since the elves didn't know what sadness is and what pain is, and that's what you see that Orlando Bloom portrays in all of the scenes where something sad has to happen is he's like, I'm trying to realize and, and make the character feel like there is no, no emotion. Mm -hmm. So he's witnessing death for the first time. So that's like that. The elves dead in the water. Yeah. The dead, the dead faces in the water. Uh, luckily, Gollum saves his dumbass, gets him out of the water. That night, uh, Frodo, he's super horny for the ring. <laughs> he is. We're lucky that thing isn't bigger, or he would have fucked it. Uh, well, fun fact as well about Al- the ring. Although he's a hobbit, so maybe... I don't know. <laughs> Fun fact about the ring, the ring actually sizes itself to whoever is carrying it. Oh. Mm, there you go. Oh, there's the magic so many in things it. I shouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do that. credit to me for not. Uh, instead, I have a question. What what's like the benefit of that ring? Like everyone says it has all these powers, but it seems to just like the only thing I ever see is it making people nuts and they can go invisible, but then it brings off, brings these like unkillable dudes at you. So that yeah. doesn't seem like a good idea. So the ring was made specifically for Sauron. And the like reason he needs why. It to like take over the world or whatever. Exactly. Right? So. Like, so it's not useful really to anybody but him? It. They. It. It. Because Boromir's brother's like. Yo, we're gonna use this because it's super powerful. You know, we're gonna take it. You can right, but it. That's... we're gonna use it. But like, how? Because they can control. Control the what? the right person can control the armies. The the so they could go to Mordor. They can control the armies of Mordor. If the right person had the ring, they could control Middle Earth. That's oh. why Sauron wants the ring back so badly. Is because. That's still under his command, his control. If um, does he already have control over those orcs and stuff? Like he does, but he can also control the rest of Middle Earth by taking over oh, so. with the orc forces mm-hmm. and turning others with him. 
bend the fucking knee. Yeah. So yep. so how could humans do anything with it? Humans could absolutely, but it's it. I feel like it's beyond that point to where humans they don't understand the power of the ring and they they I would just get that. lost in it. They would, no, they would get lost in it. Um, they wouldn't know how to use it. Um, and I, I feel like anybody who gets the ring, it, they turn into like a zombie to get the ring back to Sauron. Um, again, it's a power thing. Like if you hold the scepter of, you know the the UK. You are the the king, the queen. That's that's the power trip that you have. And and we just died, by the way. Today. Yeah, I know. I seen that. R.I.P. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, she was like ninety six in the royal family. I mean. Yeah, but I don't like who's next in line. But anyway, this is not good. They don't have any power. Uh, <laughs> you have no power here. They don't. They're Gandalf just, they're just the They have no mm-hmm. power. But no, that's that's the easiest way that I can explain it. Okay, because I was always wondering. I was like, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to do anything that's positive. <laughs> yeah, has it. No, definitely not. not. It's definitely not positive. Not. That's the problem. And that's, that's exactly why in the Fellowship of the Ring, when Elrond and Aragorn was like, ha ha! You can't take it. You can't use it because it is not going to be for good. Yes, you might think it might help you save your country, your land. It's not. Mm-hmm. It, but you're going to turn figure, But if they could figure out how to use it, I mean, that would be the best weapon against Sauron, wouldn't it? But I, the ring is, there's too much evil in the ring for them to even try and use it for good. Mm-hmm. So that's, and they don't realize there's too much evil in the ring to use it for good. So that's the whole thing of why Frodo was chosen because he's like the purest, most good of everyone. He was the everyone. <laughs> Even though he wasn't chosen, he was like, hey, pick me. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. bad for you. I bet he regretted <laughs> the shit out of that. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, ho, ho. Oh, in Return of the King, when they're climbing up that mountain and he's looking at, or he's laying on the on the on the volcano and he's looking at Sam, he's like, "I do not remember the taste of bread, nor the fresh air." And Sam's like, "Ah, we're gonna get rid of this thing because you're not yourself there, sir." Yeah, jeez. <laughs> oof, oof. Yeah, fuck that ring. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to two towers. Yeah. So, um. Uh, uh, he, after, yeah, he, he looks at the ring longly. Uh, he does a quick belt tuck and has a chat with Gollum. <laughs> and he's, like, fingering the ring in his hand. He's, like, hitting Yeah, it. he's, like, Hello. stroking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then again, who, I mean, the, you don't, you don't know what he's feeling at this point where he's, like, holding mm-hmm. the ring. Yeah. It takes on many forms. <laughs> you mean you want to fuck it? I, I don't know. I've never held the ring. Maybe I would. <laughs> um. So he uh, he's talking to Gollum, and he he somehow knows his real name, Smeagol, like Me. who he used to be. 
how, how did he know that? Gandalf told him. Hmm. How did that come up? Because... Uh, it was in the minds of Moria uh, in Fellowship of the Ring. Whenever they were going through Moria, they caught a glimpse of Gollum Smeagol, and he said he used to be a hobbit once, and Frodo looked at Gandalf like, what? He was what? Mm. Okay. And Gandalf was like, yeah, dude, he totally used to be a hobbit, and his name was Smeagol, and the ring overtook him, which is why it's very important that you destroy this fucking ring as soon yeah. as you possibly can. Like, yeah. <laughs> now! Now! <laughs> I think I've only seen the first one once. So I, I have no memory of this. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen the first one, too. That's why I am here. <laughs> exactly. That's our resident expert. Not an expert. Well, I mean, compared to us. Fucking nine. Okay, I'll take that. I'll accept that. So, uh, yeah, he, he, he knows who he is. Um, Ooh, this is, this, I was really, this, I was really going in on that. <laughs> no, this is, this is the, the, um, the, the part of the movie. If I'm no, is it where he's talking to himself? Well, they don't like what you. I, what I wrote was before they could both spit roast their ring, the black show up. The blood, right? Yeah. The blood riders show up. <laughs> yeah, Frodo's Frodo's all fucked up at this point. I, I think that's my last um, sexual innuendo about the ring. Uh, no, I think it is. Okay, we'll see. I mean, that I wrote it doesn't mean I'm not gonna do it. Again. <laughs> okay, um, well, we'll see. So yeah, yeah, they show up. Um, that being unkillable always seemed like some like, game genie bullshit to me. Like, what the fuck? They're just unkillable? That's not fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, why? What, 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 how'd they get that gig? Are you talking about the ring rates? Yeah. I mean, I know they can be killed because one is killed, but at that time, they think no one, they can't be. Mm-hmm. Because only a woman could kill him. Not true, but... Isn't that what happens in the third one? Because they're like, no man can kill me, and she's like, I ain't no man, I am no bitch. man. Right, but... So that I got doesn't, my steel. <laughs> that doesn't mean that it's just a woman that could kill them. That means that... I would have to look deeper into that on, on like what kind of sword she was using and if it was a specific kind of blade she was using, a specific type of metal. Um... I mean, again, the one ring was forged for Sauron. All of these rings, the three rings for elven kings under the sky was forged just for the elves. Mm -hmm. The rings for the dwarves were forged for the dwarves. Specific powers for specific types mm. of, of, of um, What's the word I'm looking for? Species. species there we whatever. go. Okay, that'll work. Yeah. yeah. So that that's kind of how it is. So the nine, nine rings were forged for mortal men doomed to die. So that means they're now immortal. Mm -hmm. So there's a specific way to kill the ring wraiths. They just have to figure out how to do it. Or they're just not scared to die. Mm-hmm. 
Right. That's my take. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm somehow more confused. <laughs> Have another drink. You'll be all right. Done. So, uh, yeah, they, they may be tough to kill, but they're clearly dumb as shit because they fly right past stupid, stupid assholes. They just, like, hide in a bush. They're like, Wait. nothing here. This isn't when they're going down yeah. mm-hmm. the mountain, and then, like, they throw the cloak and they no, hide. No, that's later yeah. on. They don't do anything. They just, oh. like, get under, like, a bush that has no leaves, and it just, like, flies over them. Mm. That was his, I thought that was his cloak. No, that's later, and it's not those that's, dudes. It's, yeah. like, dwarves mm, or okay. something when they're... Right, right. Which, I have a problem with that, because they take that off so quickly. Yeah, it's like, like wait, just a little bit. But... And loud. It's like, they just turned around, dude. Like, chill, baby, yeah. for another. <laughs> give it another 10 count. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they gotta do it for the movie. Like, come yeah, on, we got yeah. time here. Come on, we, we got 10 seconds. Five, four, yeah, three, they two, were, flip it now. They were go. very yes. clearly worried about their own time of this three-hour-plus movie. <laughs> yeah, three-hour theatrical cut. <laughs> yeah. It honestly doesn't feel three hours. Mm-mm. It's true. It's two hours and 59 minutes. <laughs> oh, 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 right. Bing! I mean, no, uh, what is it? 12? No. It's like, if you watch all three extended editions back-to-back, I think it's like 11 hours and some change. Wow. I'll just say that's too many hours. No, it's not. If you if you break it up a little bit. Yeah, you can totally do it. Watch one on Friday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. You'll be good. <laughs> that is a lot of viewing. But I'd, I'd, I'd like to try it someday. I do it all the time. <laughs> if you haven't noticed. So back with Aragorn and his crew. Um, they, think, uh, they think Saruman's showing up. But psych! It's Gandalf. <laughs> Gandalf didn't hear no bell. Gandalf didn't hear no bell. Gandalf the white now. Yeah, he says some like weird shit about why he's still alive that I, I didn't follow, but also didn't care I because we got our wizard through, back. I fell through fire and shadow. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm glad he's back, though, he fought, so I don't care. He, I mean, he fought, he, he fought the the Balrog and fell and like endlessly and they battled and he overcome the Balrog and he that is exactly why he sacrificed himself because he knew he had to kill the Balrog to become Gandalf the White so that he could be powerful enough to overtake Theoden and take over and succumb and, and, and make Saruman succumb to his Amazingness. Well, that's not a mm. sacrifice then. If he knew he was, was going to die, he—he. Mm. He, that's an upgrade. I mean, he knew he had to upgrade then. <laughs> Fine. That's for the two Rude. hours and fifty-nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, calls his horse uh, the Lord of All Horses, which which is. That's such a goddamn dope title. It almost made me want to be one of those empty-headed equestrian dullards that just loves horses. <laughs> Beautiful horse. And Great. Lord of all horses. That's 
What a title. What did what did that horse do to to get that title? Beat the shit out of anybody that that yeah. didn't yeah, listen to like, him. Like kangaroos boxing. Like what what did he do? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Mm. Maybe he just walked up and was like, "Yo, I'm the lord of all horses. Y'all gotta listen to me." And everybody's like, "Okay, that's cool." He was Great. just the only one that came when he called. So he's like, yeah. "Yeah, you're good then." <laughs> You're now loaded for a horse. <laughs> Those dead-eyed dinosaurs, he had no idea what was going on. Horses are so stupid. <laughs> so uh, back with Frodo and, and all his, his fools. They get to the black gate. Um, but it happened. Like, there's no way they're getting it. There's just, like, troops of orcs just running in and out. Like, no, no chance they can get through the gate. And that's when they're almost caught, but they hide under the, their little magic tarp. No. It was the the magic cloak. The, I don't know, whatever the fuck they call them, cape? Yeah, cape. Yeah, a cloak, cape, a cloak, something like that. Yeah, it makes it look like a rock, I guess. That's cool, whatever. <laughs> um, back to uh, Aragorn. And his boys, they all arrive at, like, the king's little house. Rohan. And uh, he seems to be corrupted by what I can only assume was an emo Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Dourif. Chucky. The voice of Chucky. Uh, and also Sheriff Brad. Uh, I'm not even going to mention that. Never mind. That was a terrible movie. I don't... Uh. I'm not even say the the doctor from uh, Deadwood. He was also in uh, one of Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, where he was nominated for an Academy Award. He is a yeah, he is a fantastic actor, and he did such a great job in this. He really did. Mm -hmm. The wizard approaches my lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gandalf sees through. Why have you not taken his staff? Take the wizard staff. I like how he, he unveils his new fit in super dramatic fashion. He's like, I wear white now, bitches. <laughs> yes, Check me yes. out. He's looking good. Too. And he walks up all like hobbly wobbly. He's like. And then he's just like. Oh. There did mm-hmm. the king. And he was like. Gandalf Graham. You have no power here. And Gandalf was like, look at me. <laughs> Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> That's a I had running... to get that. I even put that in my notes. <laughs> That's a running thing we do. And the first couple times I did it, I scared the shit out of JP because he didn't know what I was doing. And I'm just like, Look at me. Look at me. And he's just like, What? What? <laughs> and then he just goes, I'm the captain now. It's like, Yes! I had to throw that in there because that was a very look at me, look at me, I'm the captain now moment. Absolutely. <laughs> in the extended version that you guys don't see, Eowyn runs up to Theoden and she's like, Uncle, are you okay? Uncle. And like she like runs away and Grima Wormtongue is standing there and he looks at her and he's like, and like watches her run away. And then Aymer walks up and he's like, I see what you do in the shadows. I see how you look at my sister. Mm, you nasty mm. fuck. 
yeah. <laughs> you chucky, you chucky motherfucker. And his face is just like, I've been caught. Oh, oh my, I've been caught. <laughs> okay, so they, they break this spell. Um, mm-hmm. The king kind of sucks. Like, maybe they should have just kicked Saruman out and kept the spell on him so they could have made him do the right moves instead of always doing the wrong move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's also been poisoned. He, he's been poisoned yeah. by Saruman for years, 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 years. Mm-hmm. And, and, and at that point, he doesn't know that they're at war. He doesn't know that... Yeah, not fit to rule. What? Nice, that was awesome. <laughs> Sorry. Don't be, that was fantastic. <laughs> I thought that was far enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that makes it even better that you were like four feet away and it still had that velocity. Well done. Thank you. That was great. You should. That you. Should, I'm not joking. You should be proud of that. I'm very proud of that. <laughs> I would. Well that. played. Yeah. Well played. But yeah. Okay. So he should be in charge then. Well, I mean, he is in charge, but at the same time as Grima Wormtongue also, like, let Saruman in. So it was kind of like a, let's play the Ouija board and introduce this fucking demon into your... That, that's kind of how, mm-hmm. how it went. Mm. He wanted to control Rohan through Saruman, and Grima was Saruman's little fucking bitch. And he, mm. he kind of was trying to get Rohan apart because oh, Rohan... Oh, that I understood. I'm talking after the spell was off. Like, he was incompetent when he was back to normal. Because, that's mm. because he didn't know. He was not... Yeah, which is why he fan. shouldn't have been in charge. He should have been like, okay, someone who actually knows what the fuck's going on, maybe, maybe I listened to one or two other people instead of being like, no, I know what's up, even though I clearly yeah, fucking don't. But if you continue through, you can see Aragorn through this entire thing going, is that your final choice, my lord? Yeah, because he's telling him the right and, answer, and he's just like, nah, I refuse and to And then Aragorn's like, Listen all to right. Him. He has the right, right answer every single time, and you are wrong every single time. But then Aragorn's like, all right, if that's what you want to do, it's your people. Or, all right, that's what you want to do. It's it, it's your family. It's your throne. It's your kingdom. Like, whatever, dude, I'm yeah, trying to help you. can't do anything more than suggest. No, mm. but... It's not on him. He he did the best he could. But it's it's on the fucking kick. He should not have been in charge. Or at I least listen to people. The point when he really came back is when he said, my son. Where's my son? And they had to break the news that his son just fucking died, and, and he just yeah. <clears throat> lost it. And I then he, he went didn't come back until they rode out at the very end. No, he like really he, back to himself. I think he no, he came back to himself so that was when the first he first right move he made. <laughs> oh, to ride out to help. Yeah, because he's being a little piss boy before that. You're like, oh, it's over. We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. But He's then when they his came best to him, Bill Paxton from Aliens. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over, Game man. Over. Game over. No, I think but then the, he got the, his shit together. He's like, fuck it, let's ride out to Florida, well, motherfuckers. That, I think mm-hmm. that's what made him pissed is that his son got fucking killed 
in an orc battle and he was like, let's fucking kill those bitches. That's that's when he got to that point. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I've been poisoned for so long. I've been possessed for too long. My son is dead and I wasn't here to tell him that I love him. I'm proud of him. Yeah, he's in no state to be in charge. I mean, he he wasn't for at least until Return of the King, but yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so let's see, where are we? They uh, yeah, they break the spell. He's back. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Um, they uh, they want him to join the war, but he's just being a little dickhead. Decides to just take all his people to Helm's Deep. Is like, ah, no mm-hmm. one can get us there. We'll be fine. Well, it's protection. Yeah, Mm-mm. whatever. Mm-mm. Um, Gandalf tells Aragorn to go with everyone and, like, you gotta hold out for, like, five days or something while I'm gonna go do some wizard shit. A wizard. Um, <laughs> uh, then some, like, ring having Hobbit stuff happens. They're, like, captured by some knights, like Boromir's brother or some... I, I don't know. Faramir? Yeah, yeah Boromir's brother. And, yeah. And they have, like, a great little back and forth, Sam and Frodo, where, like, Sam's like, you can't save him, Mr. Frodo. Like, Sean Astin is really great in this. Rudy's he has some... He's awesome. I mean, his he, his back is still recovering from making these movies. Oh yeah, he's he's amazing. He's so good. Oh, this is also the potatoes, mash them, boil them, stick them in a stew. <laughs> yeah. And 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 uh, Schmeagel does not like that. He likes his meat rare. Yeah, he fish. likes it raw. Or he likes his, he likes fish raw, raw and wriggling. And wriggling. And wriggling. I can't do the wriggling. Takes it raw. <laughs> One more in me. Ah, you got more. You got more. We'll yeah. see more. I, I um, actually do because once once they we leave them, we go back to Aragon and he's getting stoned and super horny. You left that. And he's super horny for uh, Harry Stamper's daughter, who is an elf now. Harry Arwen. Stamper, Bruce Willis from Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arwen. Or, or Stephen Tyler, Stephen Tyler's daughter. In real life? In real life. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to give my respect to Harry Stamper. He saved the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ben Affleck. Who you know I have a soft spot for. I just want to but, be happy. But this is also when Eowyn is falling in love with Aragorn, saying, mm, mm-hmm. the manly man who knows what he's doing and can take charge. Yep. Yeah. She sure so what is. I, what I wrote next was, I'll be honest, I wasn't really paying attention for a decent amount of time because I was attempting to post a TikTok. I think there was a bunch of elf shit and, like, orcs are marching <laughs> to war. I don't know. You don't, missed, you, like, you don't need minutes. to know because it's it's like literally... It's, it's not even 30 minutes. It's, like, five, and it's lovey-dovey, mm-hmm. like... I love you, Aragorn. I love you, Arwen. Yeah, we can be together like, forever. I, I don't care. This is our child. Yeah, like, this is a dream, then it is a good dream. Yeah, I was busy mm-hmm. finding hashtags, because I still don't really know. 
to me, they could have left the love story out, but I know that they needed it to, to you know... Give put... his character purpose or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's just what I think. Yeah. <laughs> more blood, more battle. That's what mm. I'm... Oh, exactly. Well, we're about there. Oh, oh, I know we are. This is the king and all his crew. They arrive at Helm's Deep, start, like, fortifying the place. Mm-hmm. King's still just being a real diaper baby and not listening to Aragorn's Gorn's counsel. <laughs> um, they 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 prepare for battle, and it, we learn it's three hundred versus ten thousand, which that's no good. <laughs> yeah, but the Spartans did it. It's very true. They, they were Spartans and not Rohirrim. Yeah. Uh, True, very true. But they Gerard also Butler didn't have a dwarf in that door. That's true. <laughs> and I, uh, we love a good gear up scene, and uh, Aragorn's, he nails it. Great gear up scene. Oh, I love a suit up scene. Oh, it's so great. And then that's. I, I like. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, I like the interaction between Legolas and, and Aragorn, and he was like. Uh, Legolas was like, they're gonna fucking die in Elvish, and he was like, then I'm gonna die as one of them! Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah! He changes back to English. That. We're gonna die? That's so good. <laughs> and then there's, like, little kids, like, ten years old, like, that he's talking to and, and pumping them up, like, you can do yeah, this, he's, like, you can kill them! he's, sword, he's like, it's a good sword. <laughs> yeah, and there's, yeah, like, legitimate children are getting helmets put on and, like, shields handed to them, and it's just yeah, like, here you go. Desperate. Here you go. Go, go fight. But we before need the you. fighting begins, a bunch of elves show up. Women and, and children to the caverns. I love the mm-hmm. elves. Ah, oh, so, so bored. So I have another, another take. Um, I... Was I'm always much more bummed out when an elf dies than a human because they're like immortal. <laughs> they're pretty. Like if they wouldn't have died, like they live forever. So mm-hmm. that feels like more of a waste than than just a regular person. But at the same time, as if they're immortal, they gave their life to save you. So that should mean something. Well, yeah, that's why it hit. I it affects me more. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like I'm more bummed out when an idiot elf dies than when just some farmer. I'm like, I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> I was gonna say no. The elves are pretty. Kill the pretty people first. Like <laughs> make room for us ugly people. <laughs> so so I was thinking about that myself. So like an elf, they're immortal, but if they get stabbed, they can die. But they're not gonna die from like a sickness or something. From old age, I believe. Yeah, old okay. age or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. They can only be, they only die if they're killed. Yeah, basically. Yes. What if they fall off a cliff? Yeah, that, I think that'd kill them. Like any physical, okay. they can still come to any physical harm. It's mm-hmm. just if you stay in a glass case, of like lucite all around you for a billion years, you'll live for a billion years. I mean, that's why they didn't want to fight. That's why they yeah. they were, I would have got a fight. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, sorry, man. You'd be dead in 20 years anyways. Who cares? I'm going to live forever, <laughs> bitch. But you got to realize that when the Fellowship ended up with Elrond and 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 Elrond knew what was going on, and then they ended up at Galadriel at the end of Fellowship of the Ring before Two Towers, 
and she knew that the ring was back into play at this point and they had to destroy it. They had to send all their forces to stop any kinds of of orcs or whatever Sauron and Saruman threw out there to 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 stop them from destroying Middle Earth or taking over Middle Earth because they would be they would be prisoners. They would be slaves to I mean go go back to fellowship and when Galadriel was or when Frodo looked into the bowl into the basin and Galadriel standing there with him and he sees Hobbiton being taken over by fire and they were enslaved Mm -hmm. that's that's the future if they don't stop what is happening at that point but can't they Mm -hmm. all just like get on their little boats and go to wherever they were gonna go and they'd be safe I I always got that impression I I could be completely wrong I yeah I don't think that they can because isn't that what they wanted to do they're just like fuck this noise let's go on a sail let's have a little picnic on a boat anybody listening I don't know about this but I am really I'm sure that you have to earn it or you mm. have to you have to have some reason why to go back to the undying lands. Like you can't just say, Hey, I'm gonna jump on this boat and I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna live forever. I mean my like, reason would be the world is crumbling and it's getting taken over by monsters. So right. everybody onto the boat. Mm-hmm. But then any but then again you gotta realize at this point that Middle Earth is also now their world, their land, their their home. Yeah, but that place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one would want like to live there. I bet wherever the elves had on the other side of that water was way cooler. I mean, you've seen episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Bright lights all around. Which one? Ep- episode two of Rings of Power. I haven't. Oh, yeah, you haven't, haven't seen shit. it. Shit, fuck, 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 shit. <laughs> Luckily, I have no idea what you said, so that didn't spoil anything. Okay, there we go. Yeah, me neither. That, that was all Latin to me. <laughs> okay, good. All right. But no, I think you have to earn it. I think you have to, you either have to earn it who, or. Who decide? who something. makes that decision? An elder, probably, or that... something. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, if you're the elder, just be like, oh, well. We don't want to go extinct, so y'all earned it. Yay. Mm. <laughs> it's probably somewhere buried in the Similarian, <laughs> which probably. I... I don't have enough time to read that or the mental capacity to read that. Yeah. I mean, no one could stop me from getting on a boat if I want to get on a boat, though. I just get on a boat. I'm, mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research that, and then I'm going to come back to you on that one. Please do. I will. Hold me to it. So, uh, yeah, they all show up. The main guy. Love that dude. Badass. See, he's got, like, long, like, white hair. And he's not upsetting looking to me. Bet more money, better costume department. The, the, what? What, what main guy? The, the leader of, like, the elves that come to like fight with them. That that Aragorn like hugs and and the yeah. guy feels like really awkward about it. 
Oh, um, um. Yeah, I don't know his name. It's not, yeah. is it, it's not Celeborn. Celeborn is Galadriel's. That dude's a badass, oh. but. I keep talking, because I'm, I'm going to remember his name I'm not upset when I look at him, and I just thought right now, he, they kind of have a Targaryen kind of look to him, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the ears, like, balance it out. I don't know. It's his, it's his cheekbones. It's his jawline. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Does that shit upset me, too? And it doesn't. Paul Deere. Love that dude. <sighs> yep. I was about... Because I'm trying to, like, play the movie in my head, and then I remember when he dies, and I remember Aragorn oh. seeing him getting shot, and he goes, still upsets Paul Deere! As he dies. I was like, ah, oh, no! Should have gotten on that boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should have gotten on that boat, man. Fucked it. So yeah, they got reinforcements. Uh, everyone takes their positions on the wall uh, as the orc army marches towards them. Then the rain starts. Oh my uh, god! I love a rainy battle, a rainy fight, anything with rain. Yeah, such a rain good touch. The entire scene for Helm's Deep was shot in eight weeks. It was all overnights. Oh yeah. Ugh. Overnight for eight fucking weeks. Sounds sounds like the big battle um, in Game of Thrones, the big night battle. Same thing, like they shot it over weeks, and it was oh. all night shoots, and it was like brutally cold. Oh yeah, I love, yeah. I love the standoff uh, before the battle starts. And that old dude just accidentally lets loose. Oops. And that basically starts fighting off. You dumb <laughs> son of a bitch! He's like this old, <laughs> decrepit man. He, like, he can't hold a knocked arrow like that for any mm-hmm. amount of time. That's not on him. That's that's just time. <laughs> he didn't have those built-up muscle fibers. Yeah, he's decaying. He was like half of the ground. Like I was he's so decaying. old. <laughs> so, battle starts. Defenses, they kind of hold at first. Man, fighting a medieval type battle, like especially attacking a fortified position, that just mm-hmm. looks like the worst thing ever. Oh, just because everything's all up close and you're just like, it's not like you're getting shot with a bullet and you're just like, boop, okay, cool, I'm dead. No, you're getting stabbed in the guts with like a giant steak knife that's the like eight feet you long. You gotta like climb up the wall while shit's getting shot and thrown at you. It's just fucking horrible one of the one of the weapons that i'm like i i don't want that near me was like the the long blade with the little like curve like yeah curve at the yeah. end uh-huh. where it's like this whole thing is sharp the end is sharp it goes across your gut and your 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 guts are everywhere it's just uh-huh. yep you're That's gonna it. suffer you're gonna yeah. suffer you're That's, eating your yeah. own shit at this point oh Ugh. Yeah, no thanks. Well, <laughs> no thanks. So, yeah, the feds are sold at first. Um, again, King, such a dipshit. He, we gotta run. He's, we gotta run. He's like the dickhead who tweets, there's a perfect game going in the seventh inning. And, like, you jinxed it, man. Be like, oh, sorry, that's all you got, sir. Fuck you, man. What are you doing? You don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're That's jinxing a, us, you bitch. Exactly. You don't, you don't say it. You don't talk about a no-hitter. You don't talk about a perfect game. You never say it. Moron. Yes. Oh, but that orc, 
just going full send to blow up the walls. Put the thing in there. Kill him! Oh, he's yeah. just like taking bolts and he Take him down. dives head first. Like, oh, that's so That bad. was awesome. Like, that shot of yeah. just the wall exploding and all the he chunks goes, and stuff going everywhere. Phelps into that thing. And ex yeah, the wall exploding still looks great. I like the way that they brought the. It almost looked like a sea urchin, but it wasn't. But they brought it in, and they were covering it. Like, you didn't know what, what they were shoving into the tunnel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Smart. Very. Mm -hmm. Very. For orcs, yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Then Aragorn, he, he leads men into the breach. Oh, him, He's, like, him being out front and then calling in the arrows from the elves to fire from behind him because he trusts I mean them because they're such good shots and they're just like whizzing yeah. by his head and he like does oh that was that's awesome. so cool and then when legolas could just fucking shred the gnar down the stairs the the, the yeah, shield, the shield. Was... <laughs> just gleaming the cube down yep. the stairs there just like so now good. do you understand why girls panties drop when aragorn mm -hmm. is around yeah oh i love vigo Vigo is an absolute babe. Yeah, Vigo's awesome. And he speaks like 18 languages and he's brilliant and um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Big fan of that man. Mm-hmm. Um, so they uh yeah, they, they they're all fighting hand to hand. It's not going super well. Um the main elf guy gets killed, still just oh, gets me right here. Oof. And then they play that music behind it when he dies. That's very somber and sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That scene's done very well. The score is really great in this movie too. That's something that we haven't talked about at all yet. The score is fantastic in this. Yeah, that's because it's Howard fucking Shore. Oh, okay. It's so like I didn't know almost that. understated because it doesn't. It's not your main focus, but it's perfect mm -hmm. for every scene to like add to what's happening in it all fits. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that sucked. Made me feel bad. Um, their defenses, they're like, basically slowly getting overrun. King stays being a dumbass. Calls everybody back inside. <clears throat> Bob the doors! Yeah, and everyone's just like, you fool. <laughs> Meet them hand on hand combat. Meet them up the front. Yeah, he's just like, oh, we're all gonna die. Oh. Well, you can't go backwards. There's no way backwards. Yeah, you can't retreat. There's no way out. Yeah, he fucked them. You're mm -hmm. you're stuck. There's only one way out, and that's that way. <laughs> mm hmm. During all this time, uh, Pip and Barry, they've like convinced the tree people to go fuck up Sauron's little base, which. They very much do. <laughs> oh, wow. That was great. They Where they the spoke for place. like, well, I mean, you got to realize that Merry and Pippin was with the Entmoot for like weeks talking mm. to them because they speak so slowly. Oh, and yeah. And to get their point out. And then they were like, hey, let's go that way to Isengard because it's, it's, north and higher ground in the back of their minds putting in the back of their minds like 
uh, we're going to let you see what they're doing, and then you're going to attack. Yeah, the, those guys could be used car salesmen in another life because they sold it. They, they got it done. They convinced <laughs> them. They put that tree in an 89 Fiat. <laughs> um, Frodo and Sam, they're, uh, they're still being held by those dickheads. Um, back at Helm's Deep, King's still being a baby, but then finally gets his shit together for once his mm-hmm. goddamn life. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's ride out in glory. Let this be the hour when we draw swords together. Yeah, and Aragorn's just like, fucking finally, dude. Blow the horn. Blow like, that horn. You had to do, you had to wait till now. <laughs> Motherfucker. And Gimli was like, me, I'll do it. I'll blow it. Let me blow yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I like when he puts the chain mail on and it goes way down by his feet. It's, like, it's a little snug in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> Gimli was the comic relief we all needed in this oh, he, movie. He's a delight. Yeah, goddamn delight. Oh, and man. then the the what? energy between him and Legolas too was mm-hmm. like, I hate oh, yeah. you, but I love you. Kind of like the mm-hmm. the. They have great chemistry. Uh, so like frenemy. It was a frenemy. It reminds me of like Falcon and the Winter Soldier in in Civil War. Mm-hmm. The way they just were going back and forth. Quite good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they all ride out. And this is so good. They just steamroll all these orcs off that little pathway. They just knock the bridgeway. Yes. I love that. It's so good. It's just like they got to be so confused. It's like, what the fuck? These horses come from <laughs> <laughs> just knocking these big ass orcs off. Yeah. Just completely caught off guard. Um, then sun's rising. And oh, my God, that's Gandalf's music. Wait. We forgot about the part where Gimli and Aragorn were outside of the walls. And Gimli looks at Aragorn and they're like, oh shit, we're fucked. And then Aragorn's like, yeah, yeah, dude, we're fucked. And he goes, I think you have to toss me. Oh, the toss me. Toss me. <laughs> the toss me. And then Aragorn's like, huh? I have to, huh? Don't tell and the he's elf. like, don't tell the elf. You're gonna have to toss me. And then he tosses him, and then Aragorn jumps from the ledge like 50 feet onto the bridge, and they're just like, bah, 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 taking them all out. <laughs> I forgot about that part. So good. Oh, so was good. Scene. Mm-hmm. But Gandalf arrives. He when re- he says, look to the east yep. mm-hmm. at first light and on he, the third day. And he rides in with mm. Judge Dredd and all his knights. I love how the sun's oh, yeah. coming up and it like blinds them. It's just perfectly timed. It's so great. So great. What a great shot. Did yeah. you, did, uh, if you, oh uh, God, fuck you both. Watch the extended <laughs> version. I, I, one I, of the, one of the orcs looks at the other one like, uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> like, what, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Oh, the light. What is that? Retreat! And then they start running back, but it's too late because the uh, the army is on them and they're like ready to kill them. Yeah, they're a bunch of like two thousand knights and all full plate and all their horses. Well, the thing is though that that people don't know, but the 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 um, Amers army that Gandalf went rode out to go find, he he rode to find them because they went out to go find the orcs. 
outside mm. of their lands of the Rohirrim. Yeah, that's uh, why they didn't have any soldiers because exactly that's where they were, mm. and they're like knights in full like plate armor, like hard to kill Still on their horses, mm-hmm. and actually know what they're doing when it comes to a fight. And they saved them. They absolutely did. Uh, turned the tide of the battle. Also, tree people wrecking shit. Back in oh, pad. and then break it, they, break in the dam. They flood the shit out of it. Oh, water damage, man. That screwed release, their resale value. No chance. Release the dam. Release the water. Like, oh. <laughs> once, once you got water damage, it's over. You get mm. old, and you, you never really get it out completely. Yeah. Now, the only thing that I've watched is the extended version, because that's all I have. But if you watch, there is an Entmoot who is on fire and orcs are like trying to chop him down. Yeah. He runs into the water and like throws himself. I, I think that's, that's in the in regular that. one. Okay. That's in the regular version. He like dunks his head yeah, in the water. Great. Yeah. And it's such oh, like a little I, thing because it's not framed in like the middle. It's just kind of happening on the side. It's such a nice little touch. It's the little touches. The little touches are the best. It's so good. Meanwhile, uh, Frodo, he's uh, he's having a tough day. He's, he's about to put the ring on in front of one of those flying, unkillable dickheads. Yeah. Like, what was your plan there, dude? Like, <sighs> uh, like uh, I don't, I don't get He it. never thinks. He never thinks. If you think back to Fellowship of the Ring, the stupid fucker puts the ring on when the ring wraiths are working their way up. Yeah. Yeah, because it makes you invisible to everyone but them. It just, like, calls them in, right? Right, it does. It calls to them. So like, what the fuck was he thinking? Idiot. Yeah, and then Sam grabs him, and like this little moment is great that leads into Sam's monologue. That is my favorite fucking movie quote to this fucking mm-hmm. day. Like, say it for us. Th- there's some, there's some good in this world, Mister Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. And tears. Ah, uh, oh, great. I love how great. he's just like out of his mind, and he pulls the sword on. Sam at first. Mm-hmm. And then he immediately, when Sam goes, it's me, it's your Sam. Yeah. And then there's the shame in his face. Yeah. Such yeah. a good job by, by Elijah Wood. Oh. 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 And then he looks at Faramir and he's like, we have to take the ring to Mordor. Yeah. We have to destroy he's it. Like, and he's like, okay. what happened to your punk-ass brother? <laughs> yeah, we were saving you from that, but guess what? He's a little shit. And he was like, Boromir's dead? What? Huh? What? Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. And, and and I like the fact that Frodo looked at Faramir and was like, we're taking, oh my god, what was the name of it? Kerathungul. He said, we're taking the path to Kerathungul. And Faramir was like, excuse me? You're, you're taking where? Mm-hmm. And Gollum was like, it's cool. I got him. It's cool. Like, shh. <laughs> oh, man. That that bit with Gollum's monologue at the end, too. And he's just, God, Andy Serkis is so great just, like, going back and talking to himself. Light and just, switch. Yeah, it's the light switch here and there, you know, light and dark, light and dark. And, ah, uh, the battle for Middle-earth is about to begin. But he... He ended on the bad note because through the entire two towers, Gollum was like, 
they're our friends. They love us. They mm-hmm. care about us. We're trying to help our friends. But then whenever the he got what out at the end, it, mm-hmm. it really did. When they were um, on the rock and uh, Faramir took him and Frodo was like, don't struggle. Like, please don't hurt him. They didn't know who he was, like what he was. He was just a creature to them. And they they beat him. They tortured him to find out, you know, why they were there. And Gollum yeah. never gave it up. But he was so much of a light person. And he was in the light, like, they're my friends. And then he flipped to the dark side as he was leading them into the path of Kirithungul. Yeah. And, and, like, and, nah, I'm just going to feed him to a giant spider. <laughs> exactly, but he it's was moved. pissed off at that point. He was pissed off at that point that he, yeah, he they felt betrayed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they betrayed us. Master broke his promise. Yep. Mm. On their way to a giant spider and credits. Oh, uh, and everybody in the theater is like, "What? No! No! No!" <laughs> yep. And then we, at this point, we had to wait, what, another a year for it to come out? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. What a great movie that still holds up. So much fun. I need to go back and watch the, uh, whatchamacallit, the extended take, and then watch all of them. Um, yeah, I got to try those extended all the way ones. Through. All mm-hmm. three of them. All three of them all the way through. And then watch the commentary with the actors because it's fucking hilarious with Billy Boyd and Dominic Monaghan talking about like just the random funny shit mm-hmm. the way they do. I love a good commentary track. Like in a oh, movie so you sad. really love. It's- I've watched mm-hmm. all of them. I need to do that more. I have I've only done that for a handful of movies. I need to do that. And I do have to say, at the end of Two Towers, they have Gollum song by um I had to look up her name because I wasn't going to say it right, but it's Emelania Emelania Torini. Mm -hmm. That Gollum song. If you listen to it, not on the, not on like the movie, but actually listen to it. Mm -hmm. It's so fucking depressing. And they, they, they took it from the books. I mean, where once was light now darkness falls. Mm. Where once was love, love is no more. Now we say goodbye. Mm. We say you didn't try. I'm Uh-oh. really trying not to sing it right now because yeah. I sing it all the time. It's it's so it's so sad, especially mm-hmm. when you think of it in Gollum's standpoint. Yeah. Well, to brighten our moods, I got some trivia if you guys want to hear it. Oh, it is with some trivia. There were so many extras used in the sequences at Helm's Deep, and the filming went on for so many months that almost all the extras and principal actors got T-shirts reading, I Survived Helm's Deep. There were so many of these shirts that extras would often meet other extras in New Zealand's main cities because they would recognize the shirts. That's awesome. That is cool. I mean, that place isn't that big, but that's so cool. I want to get one of those shirts. Check even and bet they're up. (laughs) <laughs> Somebody had to have sold one online. Oh, I'm sure. absolutely. Andy Serkis was pitched the role of Gollum by his agent who rang him up and asked him if he wanted to do three weeks voiceover work in New Zealand. However, director C- 
director Sir Peter Jackson was so blown away by Circus's audition that he decided to have him perform the movements for Gollum as well. And also, Andy Circus was an avid rock climber, so that helped him with his movements as well. Nice. That's like Tom Holland being a gymnast. Mm-hmm. If you have the extended versions and they have the bonus episode, like not episodes, but bonuses, like mm-hmm. they have a four disc on the third and fourth disc, they do like behind the scenes and you get to see what they do. And they actually show like Andy Serkis literally jumping off of the cliff onto Sean Astin and just fucking taking him out as Andy Serkis, not just golf. Fucking great. Whoa, I definitely got to check that out. You, oh, all of them, all of them, you get, you get so much extra. Like, they they taped the entire fucking 18 months mm-hmm. that they, they recorded. Yeah. Uh, I love a good um, extra. Like, I get all my movies on iTunes, and a lot of times you don't get all mm-hmm. the commentary and all the extras. Same with it's streaming. Really fucking frustrating. But, I mean, a lot of that shit... If you want to really see it, they post a lot of people post it on YouTube. Yeah, but I, I just want it there. Like it's the same yeah. price as if I bought the totally. physical copy. Like just, just oh, yeah. give me that. Mm-hmm. Um, the battle at Helm's Deep was edited down from twenty hours of footage shot over a four month period with the oh, rain okay. machine battering down on the cast. Oh, I can't believe that. Okay, I would I watch. I thought it was only hours. eight weeks. I'd yeah. watch all twenty oh, hours of that. Mm-hmm. That I'd watch. Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Every uh, angle, every facial expression, yeah. I can't get enough of that battle. Mm-hmm. Um, on the wall of Helm's Deep during the battle, a one-eyed warrior turns to the camera, v- revealing his scarred, empty socket. The performer who played him showed up as an extra wearing an eye patch. Director Sir Peter Jackson politely asked to see what was under the patch and then inquired if the gentleman would be interested in appearing in the movie Sans Eye Patch. The gentleman was reluctant at first and quite self-conscious, but afterward said the experience had made him more comfortable with his condition. Fun fact, that's the one that shot the first arrow. Oh! That was the old mummy? Oh, shit. Mm. <laughs> In the wide shots of Legolas, Aragorn, and Gimli running after the orcs, all three performers are running injured. Orlando Bloom had a couple of broken ribs from falling off of a horse. Viggo Mortensen had two broken toes. Um, Brett Beatty, Gimli's stunt double, had a knee injury. Had a knee injury, and Sir Peter Jackson said that all three were very dedicated and continued to film the scene, often yelling "ouch" or "ow" after cut was called. <laughs> what happened to Orlando Bloom? He was in like everything for a minute. He does a lot of direct to DVD action movies. Elizabeth Town happened. Like, like yeah. Why he was like yeah. All the pirates movies, the Lord of the Rings, like those are some probably because he's got a. Ever. Sh- he probably got a shitload of money from that, and he's just like, well, whatever, I can do whatever the fuck I want now. Yeah, but why would you do garbage? I'd just sit mm. on a boat. Like, they probably... Way to the elf place. I, I've done a couple of movies, uh, special effects movies, like like special effects assistant or whatever mm-hmm. on. And oh, nice. They, they have 
they pay a lot of money for well-named actors. Mm -hmm. So that's probably why he's doing garbage movies because he can make $50,000 for just an appearance. And like, Mm -hmm. it's like the geezer teasers where they would put Bruce, they'd pay Bruce Willis like a million dollars and he'd show up for like four hours. And the rest of the the movie's budget was like 37 cents. Mm. Yeah, one of the movies I did, uh, they got Corey Feldman. Uh, he was supposed to be in one scene for like less than thirty seconds as like a, a video store cashier, and mm-hmm. they were going to use his face on a poster. They paid him fifty thousand yeah. dollars, and he l- took the money and said "fuck you" and bounced. Oh, oh, that sucks. Yeah, uh, I, I always feel so weird about that, like. I, d- I never want to fault anyone for getting the bag, but, like, when everyone else on the set is making, like, nothing, mm-hmm. you're making, like, a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, come on now. But that's come how on. they make their money. That's why they don't care. They made their money. They had their yeah, big break, a.k.a. Lord of the, the Rings. And then Pirates mm-hmm. of- Again, Orlando Bloom, Lord of the Rings, Pirates of the Caribbean. Elizabeth Town and whatever he did in between there, and now he has the money in his bank account. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. But what does he care? He has that money now. Yeah, true. He can do whatever he wants. Guest appearances for. Don't you have any pride? Twenty thousand. Apparently not. Fifty thousand. A hundred. No. Um. Yeah. Well. During during one take while filming the scene when Aragorn is floating down the river, Viggo Mortensen was dragged underwater for many seconds. He managed to kick himself back up off a rock, perhaps saving his life. Jesus. Yeah. Don't you take That's Viggo insane. From us? That's insane. Um, and his horse, fun fact also, his horse Brego that he mm-hmm. had in the, the whole entire thing, he, he took that horse home. For yeah, himself. he bought it. He that's, bought it. That's yeah. the real Lord of Horses. Mm-hmm. Can I just also just throw out there the fact that when Beagle he came Lordson, back, that's the Lord of Horses. Mm-hmm. I, I, can I be that horse? Yes. Same. <laughs> Get in line, sister. <laughs> yeah, same. I can pretend to be a horse. <laughs> like oh, I'll do anything Vigo wants. I don't care. <laughs> when he comes back and bursts through those fucking oh, that's a great shot. Oh, that's when females learned what men were. Mm-hmm. That's when yep. I learned what the, what the kid Z scale was. <laughs> <laughs> the The first appearance of the White Wizard in in Fangorn Forest was inten- intentionally was made intentionally confusing by compositing the eyes of Sir Christopher Lee onto the face of Sir Ian McKellen. The boy the voices of both were also mixed in alternating intensity to add to the confusion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Serkis said that he based Gollum's voice on the sound of a cat coughing up a hairball, <laughs> which that was the first thing when I heard Gollum speaking. I'm like, damn, he just needs to clear his throat. He's a quick yak. Get that hairball out. Speaking of uh, Aragorn, when Miranda Otto arrived on set, she was introduced to the first of the people she'd be working with the most. When she met Viggo Mortensen, she commented about her character falling in love with him. It's going to be so easy to fall in love with this man, she said. No acting necessary. No acting necessary. It would be not on my part. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, Gollum's pupils and body language signal his frame of mind. Treacherous Gollum has narrow pupils and his shoulders are hunched up like a wild cat, making him appear sinister and predator-like. Friendly Gollum, Schmeagol, has slightly wider pupils and his body movements are similar to the movements made by a child, making him look innocent and cute. Oh, I did not know that. That's yeah. Awesome. And and last, but certainly not least, body count. Body, body, body count. Body count. It's a lot. I mean, we're totally like orcs and shit, right? Sure. It's less than a thousand, I'll tell you that. Then we must not be counting them. Oh, I guess not. But it's less than a thousand. Because I would assume they had to lose more than a thousand to retreat when they had ten thousand. Mm-hmm. That's me on a Tuesday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. I guess kill people. First. Take your take your guess. <sighs> Shit, I should know this one. I feel so bad that I don't know this one. Um, eight hundred and eighty-five. We okay. do this every week, and I'm still somehow like caught off guard when he asks the question. <laughs> 885. Okay. I'm going to go with 637. I know it's in the 800s. 468. Really? Mm-hmm. That's according to IMDb trivia. I call bullshit. <laughs> it must just be humans, though. Yeah, it, it must just be humans. Yeah. But they only had 300. Yeah, but there was others getting mm-hmm. their ass kicked all over the place. Yeah. I mean, you got to count the elves too, because there was yeah. a lot of fucking elves. elves that were distraught and distributed throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. there had to be a couple hundred elves, right? I don't know oh, if they yeah. actually said Easily. how many. Easily. Um, but that's it for the trivia, guys, and that's it for Lord of the Rings Two Towers. Love it. Tab, thank you so much for joining. Oh, incredibly insightful, giving us correct name pronunciations, fun trivia throughout, and filling in the gaps that we needed. So thank you. And being hilarious. So thank you so much. Absolutely. I try. Yeah, I had no (laughs) idea the names you were throwing out. I just made up (laughs) names for everybody. That's the only way I can remember it. (laughs) I have a pronunciation problem. I can't pronounce anything that's that's not like John Smith. Mm -hmm. I just can't. <laughs> Actually, fun fact, uh, me and my kid a couple of years ago started uh, learning Dothraki. Oh, cool. Yeah, we're, we're working on it so that we can talk in public in Dothraki. And um, they, they actually have made a course in college for Elvish. And I really want to take Elvish as well so I can learn how to speak it. So uh, uh, total nerdgasm at this point to speak to my child and no one knows what we're saying. That's amazing. <laughs> I thought oh. I was I thought I was nerdy when I, I learned the reins of Castamere on, on the piano. <laughs> That's a good song. You, you just want up me. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm I'm glad or or my pride is hurt. I, I don't know which one. Well, mother, I don't know if I want to be one up. I don't like yeah. losing, but in this sense, I don't seem as bad. <laughs> well, I can teach you real quick. In Dothraki, mother is Munya. Munya. 
Munya, and father is Keppa. Keppa. And boy is Tauba. Tauba. I just remember, like, Jason Momoa speaking in Game of Thrones. He's like, Kizuka Bolata Kimota. It's very German. It it has Mm -hmm. a very German tone to it. Uh Uh-huh. Like, but, um, I had a friend who knew German, and she was like, "This." She said something, and it sounded horrible. She's like, "That means I love you." I was like, Jesus Christ! Oh, like you to, like, kill me and eat my children. Yeah, you say in German, "I love you" is "Ich liebe dich." Yeah, that's frightening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, guys, thank you so much for having me on. I've had a blast. If you decide to do any more, either Lord of the Rings or Hobbits, or even I've Game never of seen Thrones. Any of the Hobbits. That is a completely, totally different course of a different color. Mm -hmm. Um, I will shit all over the hobbits, but they're still good. Yeah. I'll shit all over them. So if you need anything, uh, Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones, um, you gal. Maybe at at some point we're going to try and get back into the live streaming. Maybe we'll do one of those. Because we like to do lesser movies. Because... Because we watch the movie for like 10 minutes and then I get sidetracked and talk about something else that doesn't have anything to do with the movie for the next two hours. <laughs> do you want to give a little shout out where people can yeah, find you, you know, on the plugs. socials or anything? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find uh, my, I have two podcasts actually. Uh, one of them is Happy Hour Podcast. You can find us on Linktree, Happy Hour Podcast, I think, or Happy Hour Show 3. Uh, and then my second podcast is called The Unfortunate Whores. Uh, you can find us everywhere. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, not Facebook yet. We're still debating on if we're going to do that. Uh, Happy mm-hmm. Hour Podcast. We uh, have random subjects or we talk about random shit. Uh, we just recorded two weekends ago or last weekend depending on when this airs, um, we broke a world record of a 40-hour podcast uh, world record. Um, Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. That sounded awesome when I heard about that uh, after the fact. Yeah, it, it happened. Um, I think next year for our second year anniversary, we're going to try and break our own record for 41 hours. Um, wow. Yeah. It was it was it was uh, it was a feat in and of itself. Going into another one, if we decide to go, I know what to expect. I know what to do. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so, Happy Hour podcast. We talk about different random subjects. Uh, this next episode, we're going to put out. Put out. We are going to recast the DC Justice League with Whoa. Leech Bros. Yes, uh, we recasted the Marvel Universe um, with. Uh, Bleach Bros. So we thought we would invite them on to DC recasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unfortunate Horrors is just me and two other girlfriends uh, that live far away. Uh, we meet once a week and we drink and we smoke and we just talk about girl shit. Like, that sounds great. Boobies, dick pics, um, <laughs> which golden girl are you? Like, that's, that's yeah. the whole how of being a girl. So, yeah. <laughs> What you would expect from females at a sleepover or a hangout, bachelorette party, uh, golden girl wise, we have made it known that I am Blanche. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> I love that show. Like, unironically, that is a fantastic show. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. But you nice. can find everything on Linktree. Nice. Did you nice. put out awesome. your, your, like, Twitter and all that? It's all on Linktree. <laughs> Literally, like, everything is on Linktree. If you go to, hold on, I gotta find it. Please, please forgive me. No, you're good. Yeah, that's what I was getting it's, at. Is like, where do you find the link tree? Link tree slash happy hour podcast three. You can find everything from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, our merch store, which is Last Call Merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find Unfortunate Horrors. Um, you can listen to us anywhere that you listen to podcasts as well. Awesome. So, yeah, definitely check those out. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Jay, why don't you just we can find us? You can find us on www.actionmoviebookclub.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ActionMovieBC or on Instagram at ActionMovieBookClub. Hit us up on there if you have any questions, comments, concerns. We've also been posting the video on YouTube. Um, give us a like and subscribe on there. And we've also been posting little short, fun videos on TikTok, on the TikTok with the kids. Yep. And so check, out, check that out. Those are on YouTube out. as well. And those are on YouTube as well. Um, this one, so we're recording this on Thursday. We just posted a new little short clip that is might be my favorite yet. Um, it's from Mad Max 2. Uh, it's humongous. so fucking funny about the humongous. And, and Josh did such a great job editing it. Um, check it out. It's really funny. And, yeah, that's where you can find us. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Um, coming up next week, we didn't talk about that (laughs) we'll put it in the show notes yeah i was about to make a a call but we've been telling so many different people we're gonna have them on and i can't remember if next week was one of those yeah we'll figure it out we'll put it in the show notes we'll let it let you know yeah there it is yeah oh but thank you again tabs for coming on this was so much fun no so informative thank you guys so much for having me on it has been a pleasure yeah thank you yeah, and if we ever do, I'm sure we'll do at we'll least do a third it some one, more. Yeah, a definitely. Lot of action in that, then you'll obviously mm-hmm. go back after that. Or maybe we'll throw back and do like the Hobbit cartoon, like from the <gasps> early '80s. I would love that. I what that was. Yeah. Oh, that would be wild. Yeah. yeah. So then you can you talk my ear off about an obscure cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fair. It's fair. Game on, baby. Game on. Uh, Well, yeah, this was a blast. Thanks for joining us. Um, So for myself, Tab, Jay, why don't you take us out? Happy trails, Hans.